Hey, podcast listeners, hope you're doing well, and I hope you are winning contracts. Before we get into today's episode, I want to take a minute to share something with you that's working for our clients. Our federal access knowledge base is helping companies win contracts every single day. I regularly get emails from members thanking us and saying things like, hey, I just won a $2 million contract. Many of you have seen a video that Chris Danback shot for us at GovCon. Chris won two contracts totaling $30 million. One of our members, Eyal, emailed me this morning and said, the turning point that opened my eyes was using federal access to establish a professional and systematic business development and RFP process. I've now won two contracts worth $480,000. Federal access is helping a lot of companies win. It can help you too. So here's the deal. I have a special offer for you. Visit federal-access.com forward slash game changers today and get started for just $29. You're going to get access to a digital copy of the government sales manual, over 70 strategy videos, more than 30 webinars, 300 documents and templates, and one of my favorite pieces is SME support. So when you run into any issue, any challenge at all, you can email me directly for help. So go check out the special offer today at federal-access.com forward slash game changers. The link is in the description below the podcast. So go check that out today, federal-access.com forward slash game changers. So you can get started for just $29 today. Now let's hop into this episode. The big question is this, if government contracting is supposed to be so easy, why do so many companies fail to win even a single contract while others dominate the market? That's the question and this podcast will give you the answers. In today's episode, you go one-on-one with best-selling author and master business coach Michael Lejeune to learn exactly how to take your government contracting business to the next level. So I was recently talking to somebody the other day about my mindset and how I work and how I approach things. And this sentence came to mind and and it says, it's just really, really simple. It's I've already won. The rest is just the details. And that is the mindset that I approach my business with. And it really allows me to make decisions from a perspective that I've already won. So I'm not always playing from a, we've got to get to here, we've got to do this because we're losing. I'm I'm making those decisions from a position of we're winning and in order to keep winning, in order to grow, in order to better serve our clients, in order to achieve other things that I want to achieve, these are the new things that we need to do, the new milestones, benchmarks, whatever you want to call them. It's a mindset of how I approach it. And so I always ask people, what is your mindset? Is it positive? Is it negative? Do you look at everything and think about all of the bad things that can happen? I'll I'll give you a really great example. Uh, My dad is a negative thinker. And he is one of those people that if I said, hey, you just won the lottery, dad. The first few things he's going to go through are the taxes he has to pay. So so let's say it's a million dollar lottery. He's going to go through and say, well, it's not really a million bucks. You know, maybe after taxes, what do you get? Three, four, $500,000. And you know, the average person is going to go three, four, five hundred. Yeah, I'll take that. 
I'll take that. But my my dad is like, you know, there's the taxes. And then, you know, the next thing about that, you know, that really, you know, bothers me. It's just the languaging, right? You know, the next thing that really bothers me is, you know, I'm sure everybody's going to want some of that money. And then, you know, there's, you know, there's four kids. And how am I going to divide that without you getting upset? Plus me keeping some. Like he just goes down the rabbit hole of negativity on this. And that's something that I want you to be aware of. I, I see this all the time with government contractors. You're getting in the market. You're like, well, this is too hard. Well, you know, I don't want to go that route because it takes too much time. And and then people ask me, like, well, how do I win? I'm like, well, it takes a little bit of time if you want to do it right. If you want to do it right, here are the steps. And they're like, yeah, I don't really want to follow those steps. Because if I follow that step, I mean, you're asking me to make two or three phone calls instead of just, you know, looking up something in a database and submitting an RFP and crossing my fingers. I'd rather fill out 40 RFPs a month without any intelligence on it and just cross my fingers than only fill out five knowing that I'm going to win. Now, when you hear what I just said, you can hear how ridiculous it sounds of wanting to chase 30 or 40 RFPs a month, you know, versus just four or five. You know, it makes sense to only want to chase four or five that you know you can win versus 40 that you don't even know who the customer is. You've never spoken to them. You don't know anything about them. And so when you're looking at how you approach the market, how you approach your business, what is your mindset? Is it positive or negative? You know, if it's negative, you're likely squandering a lot of opportunities. I just did a podcast about that recently. And, you know, we, we did a, a, in Federal Access, we did a playbook video on that whole topic. When you think about opportunities, I look at everything as an opportunity. Even if I lost, I think about, you know, the opportunity that's on the other side of that and what I can learn from it and all these different things. And most people are just looking at the negative. And that's why uh, I've had many clients. So if you're listening to this and you're like, man, Mike is talking directly to me about this. He must be talking about, you know, my stuff. I've had multiple clients where I'll put an opportunity in front of them and they will look for ways to not bid on it. They're like, well, you know, you know, we're we're too small, we're too big, we're too this, we're too that, we don't have this, we don't have this kind of partner. Well, you know, it's asking about this. And I'm like, why are you shooting down everything? You know, if if you can't put anything in your pipeline, you are never going to win. In fact, I would say overload your pipeline on the front end. And then as you go through, qualify your pipeline and put things in there that may be a slight stretch for you. It's okay. It's okay. You need projects that can stretch you because that'll make you bring in partners and different things like that. But when you look at the opportunities, are you just looking at it and looking for a way to not go after it? Or are you looking for ways you can win it? Now, there are some that you have no business bidding on. Those are out there. And, you know, it, it's one of those things where you have to balance this and look at it from a perspective of what's a slight stretch versus, you know, let's say you're an IT company and all you do is is IT work and they're asking, you know, for you to do building construction. That's probably way outside your box, okay? Probably shouldn't be chasing that opportunity. But should you be chasing the IT infrastructure that comes with that contract? Maybe. It's going to require a teaming partner. It's going to require you being a sub, not a prime, but there's an opportunity there. And so it really requires you to just take a look at this stuff and say, you know, we can win something on this if it's in our wheelhouse. 
okay? And how, so how do we win? If we know we can win, how do we win? How do we go after that? How do we chase this opportunity? Because you've got to get out of this mindset of looking for ways to get out of the work. And I, I just, I see way too much of that. And oftentimes it happens when you're first getting in business where there's some level of fear, there's some level of fear of having a client and what that means. And it's not necessarily a fear of doing the work. It's a fear of managing the client, of the process, and most importantly, all of the unknowns that come with it. So if you can just focus on the things that you know, like, hey, we're good at this type of work. Let's go chase this kind of work. Let's not worry about the stuff we can't do. Let's go get a partner to do that. But we can go win this. Once you get through a few of those, you can go to that next level. Now, this is not just a small business new to government contracting problem. I see this in big companies where the mindset gets to, you know, let's let's see like your wheelhouse, like your certain customers and types of projects and those kind of things. And you just put these blinders on and nothing else matters. And so we've got to really focus on that mindset about, hey, if we're going to expand, if we're going to grow, typically you have to do new things and that's okay. New is not bad. New is good. It just depends on how you go after it and, and what your thinking is. So a couple of questions that I really like to ask people when I notice there's some mindset challenges. It's even better to ask these questions when you realize there's some mindset challenges. But think, think of these questions. What does winning look like for you? Why are you even in business? What does winning look like? So if you don't know the answer to that question, like what does winning look like for you? It's kind of hard to chase that. For a lot of people, they identify winning with achieving certain revenue levels, achieving certain clients, certain you know percentage of the market share. There's all these different marks, you know, number of employees, all these different marks, but there's probably some other marks as well around like, you know, free time, your personal profit, income from the business, all those kind of things. You know, maybe you you want to go on a hiking trip or, you know, I just saw the other day, there's a, a, a group of guys going to Africa on this one trip. And I thought, man, that'd be kind of cool. They're also going to Alaska and there's a handful of them. I don't really hunt or fish or any of that kind of stuff, but I love going to the places. And so I'm like, man, that'd be a really cool trip to go on. And so maybe those are some of the things of why you're in business and why you're pushing is to to have some of those experiences. Because most people are actually chasing experiences more than a new car or a big home or whatever. A lot of people want experiences. So when you're thinking about these things in your business, what does winning look like for you? Another great question. Are you thinking long-term? Most people are just thinking short-term. I used to really struggle with this. I used to really struggle with the this week, this month right now. Like I could have big vision, but hey, you know, I would like to learn how to climb Mount Everest in a week and then go do it next week. Not really thinking about, I mean, I understood it took more, but I was always looking for the shortcut of how can I do this in a week when I know it probably takes five to 10 years worth of training. Like you just don't go climb Mount Everest. People do and they die. Even the even the people who are very trained die. So why would I do that? Why would I try to rush that and, you know, 
kill myself trying to do something that's really foolish, you know? Like, you, you should really be putting more time in this. So, most people are thinking really short-term in the government. And so, they're thinking, like, how do we win a contract fast? It's the fastest way. How can I do this this month, this week? Instead of, what are the things that I can do right now, this week, this month, so that in a few months from now, by the end of the year, over the next year or two, I will be winning consistently. That's what, that's where you want your mindset. What can I do right now that ultimately over the course of time is going to get me the results I really want? Because it's really interesting how sometimes you can slow down, but actually accelerate your results because you're doing the right things in a systemized process that will net you the long-term result. Whereas other people can spin their wheels for months or years and never get the results because they're always trying to take the shortcut and they're doing things by saying, look, this is just a numbers game. Well, it, it is sort of a numbers game, but it's also, there's an art and a science to this, to really to any business. And if you back up and slow down and come at this from the right perspective and, and understand that you shouldn't be judging yourself based on the revenue you scored this week, this month, but where you are in your progression towards this year, next year, it changes your outlook on things so that you can look at it and say, ah, now we are making progress. We're marching down the right path. This is what we should be doing. Another thing is, you know, you really need to understand you can learn from any situation. I always ask myself, what can we learn from this? You know, what can we learn from this? You know, just because you lost a contract doesn't mean you've lost everything. There are plenty of times when you're first starting out where you can lose a contract, but you can go through the process and say, this is what we learned. You know, you, you will hear us preach from the mountaintops all the time, request you know, a, a, a debriefing, you know, in fact, what you really want is an informal debriefing. So re- request an informal debriefing, you know, what, what can you learn from the process? So request that from the contracting officer immediately, whether you win or lose, because whether you win or lose, you still want that because you can still learn a whole lot from this whole process. So I highly recommend you reach out, ask for that informal debriefing and see what you can learn. What can you improve going into next time? The other thing is if you've gone through a process like this and you start, you really put your best foot forward, but let's say, you know, you didn't come in on price at the right level or whatever it may be, you missed some mark. You've still left an impression on that contracting officer. Get back on the horse, call them, talk to them. Hey, I know we missed this one. Uh, You know, it it is what it is. I, I think we were a little high on price on that one, whatever it may be. We really still want to work with you and just engage them. I can't tell you how often people reach out to me and I'm interested in their service. So I say, sure, let's set up a meeting. Most of the time, they don't even follow through on the meeting. Like I'll show up on a call. They're not even there. A lot of times I'll request a meeting and then I don't hear from them for two or three months. A lot of times if I do get a meeting with them and I go through things, they either don't pitch something to me while they're on the phone or they go through, they pitch something. And I say, you know, now's not the right time. And then I never hear from them again. So contracting officers can judge a lot from how you react to a loss. So if you go through and you lose and you do the typical fall off the radar for everything, you're just like everybody else. They don't even, they're not even going to remember your name a week from now. Maybe not even now. They're not even going to remember you. But if you get back on the horse and you call them and say, you know, hey, Sue, you know, I know we were so close on price on that one and we got beat. I know we can do some really good work for your organization. I'd really talk to you, like to talk to you more about your forecast and some of the upcoming projects and things that might be a better fit for us. You are going to leave an amazing impression. 
action on them. So think about this. Even when you are on the surface losing, how can you turn that into a win? How can you turn that in your favor? And when your mindset is right, you're always looking for the win. In fact, you know you've already won. It's just about the details on how to get there. Because you know, think about this from a sports team perspective. Sports teams don't win every play down the field. They don't. But that's not their goal to win every single one. Their goal is to win the game. That's how you need to be approaching this. I know we're going to win the game. We just have to do X, Y, and Z. It's not that hard, but resetting your mindset is one of the most crucial things you can do to set up your company for success. If you have any questions about this, reach out, out to me. I'd love to hear from you. This is one of my favorite topics to talk about, and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to Game Changers for Government Contractors. For a full list of episodes and other resources, be sure and check us out on the web at www.rsmfederal.com slash gamechangers.